0: Welcome back to the Gun Show Podcast. My fake announcer voice? Yeah, No, um, I like it. So we haven't been here, and now we're here. Well, some
1: of us are here. Some of us are on vacation because, yeah, you know... so you know what <laughs> Ethan did? He comes up to me and he says, Hey, guys, I know we haven't been on the show. You know, it's been down for three weeks, but do you mind if I go on vacation?
0: And we said, Why wouldn't you go on vacation? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's the perfect opportunity because that way we're off the air longer. Right.
1: So we're doing Is this Is it off one. the air or off the internet? Off Bo- the internet? Both. Because if you Bluetooth <laughs> it to your car, then really we're in the airwaves.
0: Wait, are we in the air right now?
1: Yeah, kind of. That's so cool. So he's gone. So, yeah, but we're here. But we're here. Yeah, so you we're know, here. The dedicated people. The important
0: people. Yeah. Let's just face it, the talent. The ones that matter. Yeah. So anyways, uh, while we've been gone... Uh, A lot of things have transpired. If you heard the little ditty that Martin left you, um, we had a catastrophic water leak in our studio that destroyed our equipment. And luckily, as you can tell by hearing the melodic tones of my voice, go (laughs) through the airwaves, through your Bluetooth and into your soul.
1: Into your brain. Into
0: your ear hole. The we're back up, so we're good to go. Yeah. Uh, so far, unless you hear this abruptly, stop. Uh, we're, we're working. And so, uh, yeah, it sounds like everything's yeah, we, we had sounds a, good. Yeah, we
1: had a pipe bur- burst above the studio uh, due to freezing weather that we had in Texas. I think it got down to about 17 it's degrees that night. seriously
0: freezing. What's going yeah. on with the weather?
1: And the pipe burst, and just so happened to be right above where our equipment is stationed, there's a light. And that light was basically the drain hole for all of the water coming out of the ceiling. And it just dumped down right on top of everything.
0: So it turns out um, water's bad for electricity
1: stuff. Yes.
0: Yes. So there you go. So we had to get
1: new electricity stuff. Yes. Stuff was rusting, stuff, you know, waiting on the insurance to come through. Yeah. But now we're back. uh, We're here. And we're good to go.
0: And you can hear us. So we are uh, live and
1: uh, on the internet, and so. Um, All right, Scott, let's get it going. I so, Scott, confused. what do you have first for us today?
0: <laughs> so we have a YouTube channel now. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, we announced this on our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com/slash/GunShowPodcast. And our YouTube channel is going to be youtube.com slash thegunshowpodcast. That's correct. And as always, you can find links to those things and you can find us anytime at thegunshowpodcast.com. So now there's three ways. No wait, Cause we have Instagram and Twitter. So how many ways is that? There's
1: lots of ways to connect with us. And oh, now we have the email. Well, and the email and, I and want our everyone phone to number. go. Our uh, new phone uh, number. <laughs> we don't have fun. Yeah, with, no, do we? No, You're no. looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, so I'm, don't call us. <laughs> and make sure you go and like us on Facebook because a lot Definitely. of people were able to find out that we were down because they had liked us on Facebook. Sure. So make sure you head over there and like us and follow us on Instagram and all those fun things.
0: Yeah, we do some Instagram stuff. Most of the stuff we cross-post to Facebook, so that's a good point to get But
1: every once in a while, we put some on Instagram that the Facebook guys don't
0: get to see just for our Instagram followers. And uh, and you can hit us back on Twitter. We had uh, we had a good conversation about the R51, which we were able to test fire recently. Uh, yes, we via did via Twitter. Uh, one of our Twitter followers um, responded to uh, one of our tweets. That's that's right, right? Yes, that's okay. right.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't need to add bleeps. No, 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 not there. Oh, <laughs> well, um, hey, Ethan's not here. We don't have to worry about bleeps unless you go look at the newest uh, YouTube video oh, that's going on. You got
0: you got to check out. Our YouTube video. We went to the range. We shot a bunch of guns. We made some videos, and the best one, well, the only usable one, really. No, no, wait, that wasn't the only one, was it?
1: No, there's 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 a few. Okay, but one of the the one that I'm about to post. It's really your, the best one with your Car PM9. Yes. Has uh, yes. has has a little bit of. The gun show podcastness in it. Yes. Like should. it is us. Yes. It's not like you listen to us on this podcast and we try to try and try and try to be someone different. It absolutely came through perfectly in the video. So, y- yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, go check it out. Uh, tell us what you think. Leave us some fade, fade, fade back. Feedback. Feedback. Yes. On the Facebook or the YouTube channel. Uh, we will read that. I'm not sure how that works, but you can evidently talk on there. You can leave words. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, or email us. At uh, questions at thegunshowpodcast.com. That's right. Oh, so anyways, you know how to get a hold of us. We're here for you.
1: And uh, let's go straight to... A listener email. A listener email. Yeah, I got this email. All right, so I'm going to kind of summarize uh, what happened here. He's uh, new to Conceal Carry in his area they just started allowing citizens to conceal carry he's thought to himself hey i gotta go somewhere i better leave my gun in the car and right. secure it sure but this holster is a little bit rough to take off so i'm just gonna leave it on right so he leaves his holster on secures his gun and starts walking down the sidewalk sure i, I do that all the time he's approached by two officers uh-huh and they asked to see his id and he basically says okay I'm not going to give you my ID. Do you see a gun? And they said, well, n- no, it's an, it's an empty holster. And he said, after a fairly tense conversation, I asked him if they suspected me of criminal activity, which, of course, they said no. Then I promptly informed them that I would be on my way and kept walking. Um, it is going to be an interesting experience for at least the first year.
0: Huh. See, I, I've heard this approach, too. And, and there's two – I'm torn. I'm torn between the approach of "I've done nothing wrong, I'll be on my merry way, sir," and wanting to, you know, establish myself as a good guy in the cop's eyes, right? Because the guy's just doing his job, he's keeping the peace. Um, unfortunately, in our legal system, the the way we've we've the way society has decided that our legal system should work is that. The cops are there to take you to jail for as much things as possible. For as many things as, as possible. For as many
1: things as possible. As much as possible, I guess. You'll get back into the swing of things. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. my
0: first podcast back. Back <laughs> off. So there is an adversarial thing going on there, even between an honest citizen and an honest cop, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a good cop. You know, um, and I know lots of good cops. Um, my brother's a fairly good cop. And, you know, there are people out there that are not adversarial. Shout but out.
1: On virtual the- high
0: five to him. Your brother. My brother? Nah. Hey, Sean, if you're out there listening, man, be safe and virtual high five. Oh, wow. So. I oh, and mad cushy props, man. And so uh, part of me loves the approach of. Am I being detained? Right. No. Goodbye. (laughs) You just walk away. If you're not being detained, you don't have to stay there. There's no point in any sort of interaction with the police that says you have to stay put if you're not being detained. Now, once you're being detained, it can quickly become adversarial. And there's lots and lots of criminal defense attorneys out there that will tell you don't talk to the cops. So I'm torn between that idea and the idea of, hey, look, buddy, I've got my concealed carry license. I'm a good guy. You don't have to worry about me. It's all good. Let's all go on our way. And and I think here's the issue.
1: What's the rub?
0: You don't know the cop you're talking to. If he's adversarial, maybe he doesn't like gun owners. Maybe he's anti-gun, right? Maybe he's maybe he's a great guy. Maybe he's your best friend. Maybe he'll go shoot with you at the range next weekend, and you want to establish those that good rapport with him.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, as, as everyone should do with their community, their neighbors, sure. you know, everyone that they see. But
0: in the society that we've crafted where you don't know your neighbor, let's face it, we don't know our neighbors anymore. We, we, we have our coworkers. We have our friends and family. I know all of my neighbors that – will acknowledge me. Sure, sure. If right. it, it, I mean But what about the building over? I mean you have people that live three hundred yes. yards away that you I, don't even know their name. I right? know
1: multiple people in multiple buildings sure. as long as they acknowledged. Oh. Because okay. I, I try I try to show people that I'm observing, you know, what's going uh-huh. on around me and I'll even wave, you know. Yeah. So but if I don't get any kind of a response then I'm not going to You don't press the issue. Right. You're not the weird guy. Thank goodness. I'm not the creeper like Steve. Who stands at the windows or...
0: Stands. <laughs> stands at the windows. Stands nude at the windows with his binoculars on. That's and if just he's not weird, standing,
1: Steve. he's suspended. That's weird.
0: Yes, and that's just creepy. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's as creepy as it gets. Hanging from... You just. Can we change the subject? Yes, please. Okay. So, So I'm torn between the two situations. And I don't know what the right answer is. I think it's... It depends on the person you are. I think it depends on the cop. I think it depends on the city you're in. I think it depends on so many factors. Do you live in the Do you live in you know a metropolis or do you live in you know small rural you know small town America? I, I there's just so many layers to that, and and I don't think there's a right answer. I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I think it's interesting the society we have crafted where on one hand, you want to be a good member of society. On the other hand, you don't want to go to jail. Yeah, but for but he no didn't. Reason. He didn't have a gun on him.
1: They they asked him. They said, "Where you know, where's your sure. ID and where's your gun?"
0: In some jurisdictions, they can ask you that even if they don't observe a gun. They don't. They don't have to have probable cause. It's a you know the Terry stop thing was was a huge deal. I mean, there's just I don't know.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Sure. If I make a cell phone holster that can hold a handgun,
0: uh-huh.
1: how is that any different than wearing a handgun holster with no gun in it, but maybe a cell phone?
0: Well, you know, is an empty holster probable cause for the police to
1: stop you and make sure it's legal for you to carry a gun? I don't know. Yes and no, I think right? that the cops could have been like, I think the cops could have seen him and just said, hey, your holster is exposed, or hey... You know, your host is exposed. Your gun's not in it in case, like, it had fallen out or something.
0: Well, the shoe's on the other foot in this situation, right? And and you're you're putting the onus on the cop to assume the guy with the holster is a good guy. We just talked about, as a citizen, you don't know if a cop is your friend or foe, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you happen to know the cop, right? It's the same way as a cop. As a cop, you don't know if the guy... With the holster, is a crazy person? Is he coming from the meth lab, where he was armed to prevent, you know, himself from getting robbed by other meth heads? You know, you you don't know. So they have right, to but, approach it in a certain way.
1: And do they the go up to say, is, "There's no gun"? Yeah, but but he's got a holster on. But he's got a holster on. So I don't know. I use it to carry my cell phone. Yep. Or Maybe it's the only it's the only holster that retains my Maybe iPhone 5s. Gun.
0: Maybe it's a uh, holster for a pricing gun.
1: Yeah, they have those, right? I, they do okay. have those drop leg holsters for pricing guns. <laughs> I've seen them. They do, don't they? Yeah, they do. I'm not joking. Oh, wow. I'm not making this up. Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, I, I'm trying to to understand that you think that it's okay that the cops came and stopped him and asked him where his holster was or where his firearm was. And then asked to see his ID. I
0: could – yeah, I could be convinced that it was okay. and I could so, be convinced that it's totally against his Fourth Amendment right.
1: Okay, so I understand that that would be fine uh, if, if that's how they wanted to approach it. But he is clearly within his rights to turn around and say, I don't have to give you my ID. Do you suspect me of doing anything wrong? I'll see you later.
0: Uh, absolutely within
1: his rights, of course. Uh, but it, But see, kind of what you're saying, it's starting to sound to me like the – When they say something to you, I used to always say to my dad, you know, when I was younger and I'd be watching something on TV and the cop would be like, you know, give me your ID or whatever. And I would look at my dad when the person would would say no. And the cop goes, are you hiding something? Is that the reason you don't want to give me your ID? You have some reason to hide. You don't want us to know something. And I looked at my dad and I'd said, well, if he's a good guy, he'd just give him his ID, right? Yeah. And that's, I don't know, maybe that's. What
0: society wants to train us to do? I, I don't know. But my dad told me no. So No. I mean, it's, one thing's got nothing to do with the other. I mean, you have to remember that cops are the, the, the end tendrils, the pointy tip of the spear of the justice system whose job it is to jail criminals. So if you're in any way, shape, or form engaged in any criminal activity, even unbeknownst to you, that cop is there to arrest you and take you to jail. It's the same idea like when you get a ticket. You get pulled over for speeding, right? Mm-hmm. What's a cop ask you? Where are you coming from? Where are you going?
1: And I, I always tell them. You, you usually go, well, officer, I was coming from my friend's house. I usually say, I don't know. I'm just way place. too
0: drunk. I'm just driving down this road. No. Hang me to jail
1: for it <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, i won 't do that again the but I always tell him where i 'm coming from and where i 'm going, and rarely is it a lie um,
1: <laughs> exactly,
0: so but you still can lie you don't you don't have you could say that 's none of your damn business because yeah, it 's not it 's right. not within the purview of him giving you a ticket. You have to give him ID you have to show him it's your car in the state of Texas you have to prove uh, have proof of liability. Uh, Which is usually insurance. So, but you don't have to tell them where you're coming from, where you're going.
1: It's kind of like what you were thinking. A couple of years back, I was driving and I was driving a little faster than I should have been at about 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple
0: of years back.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: I thought you meant like 20 minutes ago. No.
1: And I was driving faster than I should have been at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh I had left my brother's house or wherever he was. Had I been drinking? No. Was I driving a little reckless when I went around the corner and dropped it into second and punched it? Yes. So, of course, lights come on behind me. Cop pulls me over. He proceeds to grill me for about 10 minutes, asking me how much I had to drink that night. Finally, out of frustration, I look at him and I go, I haven't had anything to drink. And he says, why did you take that corner so wide? And I said, honestly, I was going way too fast for that turn. At some point, you just you just have to say, "Look, are you going to detain me? Or are you going to keep me here, or am I free right. to go?"
0: Write me the ticket,
1: <clears throat> or If let I me deserve
0: go. one, or let me go. Yes, and and like I said, that's that's an adversarial cop. You found somebody that wanted to take you to jail for DWI. Yeah, he wanted me to be something. drinking. Or yeah, and like I said, you never know. And what if you'd right. have pulled over and said, oh, yeah, sorry, you know, I, I had a couple of beers, you know, oh, now you're in jail. Yeah, or, made
1: it easy for him.
0: Yes, exactly. So, I don't know. As a gun owner, as a person, it's not that it, – the cops are the end of the system that's there to take you to prison for crimes. Right. But they don't make the laws.
1: No, they just enforce. They enforce them. the laws,
0: and so it's hard for me to blame the cops, even the adversarial ones, for enforcing stupid laws. For some reason, as a society, we have decided that we're going to vote for people that go and make laws continuously for every little thing till we're all criminals, right? And so this is a society that we've crafted now where, you know, you don't want to talk to a cop because something you do might be illegal. So, speaking of ridiculous laws, uh, we have a, oh, and by the way, virtual high five and mad cushy props to our anonymous emailer. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we, speaking of stupid laws and things that we do to make us all criminals, uh, the state of California has a requirement for loaded chamber indicators. And, uh, we got an, e- uh, Facebook message.
1: Message, yes.
0: is what it's called. From our friend uh, Josh, mad cushy props to Josh, virtual high five. And he writes in, um, I was just wondering, since California's safety law requires firearms to meet certain safety requirements, namely loaded chamber indicators, and since Ruger is no longer selling pistols in California, which I think we talked about on the podcast. Right. Do you think Ruger will do away with the giant, obnoxious orange (laughs) cones that serve as their loaded chamber indicators in the LC9, LC380, SR22, and SR9? Um, No. No. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is, one, it's expensive to change it. Tooling. There's really no need to. And two, uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts has a law saying you must have a loaded chamber indicator. So if Ruger wants to sell those guns in Massachusetts, it has to keep them in there. Now another thing uh, a lot of people don't notice is some of the loaded chamber indicators. The loaded chamber indicator is here to stay. It's on pretty much every gun I own, if not every It's on every Glock modern. I own. It's on every Glock, it's every on every Beretta, Beretta I owned. It's on every Smith and Wesson M&P. It's not on my ARs. Uh I had one on my Springfield Armory 1911. It's not on my shotgun. Every XD uh, I think every handgun pretty yeah. much will have some sort of loaded chamber indicator. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what you
1: may not realize is that on the Glock, it's actually the ejector arm and on the Beretta.
0: Yeah, the extractor, extractor or whatever. on the Glock and Beretta are both double as loaded chamber indicators.
1: Yeah, it's a tactile. On, on the Beretta, they say that it's a visual and tactile, but really the, the, the orange Beretta. wipes off after no time at all. But you, I actually constantly... Uh, swipe it to to check to make sure that I have a round in the chamber.
0: Sure,
1: yeah. I mean, when I pick it up, I don't I don't actually just check it throughout the day, but well, I do.
0: I randomly go to your house and check your Glock. That's okay. So
1: the um, you know, I lift up your shirt and check it real quick while I'm sleeping.
0: Yeah, that's okay, right? You said it was okay.
1: Well, it's okay. It's just the breath on the side of my like on my rib cage is the awkward part.
0: Well, I I shave
1: now, so my rib uh, rib. <laughs> My beard doesn't tickle you. Well, no, the, so good. the beard the it. beard is okay. <laughs> it was it's the breath. It's that hot warm breath. I do have I do have quite a hot mouth. Yeah. <laughs> as our listeners can
0: attest to. That went downhill very quickly.
1: <laughs> oh, that escalated quickly.
0: Yeah. Uh but back on track Josh. Um the answer is Loaded chamber indicators are something that's here to say. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't have a problem with some of the loaded chamber indicators. I do agree with you that some of the ones uh, – I had a styre that had an awful one. Um, what was the other one I didn't like? The Was it XD that has the one that pops up similar to the Ruger? Anyways, the Ruger is an awful loaded chamber indicator, but it's not going to go away anytime soon. And let's face it, Ruger's not worried about the aesthetic of its guns. They put no. billboard warnings on the side. They're not the greatest-looking gun, and Ruger's okay with that. And I'm okay with
1: that. That's just Ruger's thing. As long as it fires. As
0: long as, long as, as, it, as goes it goes bang, bang every time. And I think the Ruger P-Series and the Ruger SR-Series are excellent examples of guns that go bang every <laughs> single time. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks for writing in, Josh. Uh if you all have any questions, please message us, like we said before. Any feedback, uh, we'll be happy to read your question on the air, give you some mad cushy props and some virtual high fives.
1: All right, Scott, what do we have? We have a lot of news that has happened. There's a lot of news. In the Connecticut's past three, been four big. weeks. <clears throat> What's going on with Connecticut? Evidently, Connecticut, a while back,
0: passed some onerous laws that we talked about here on the podcast. Basically, they passed an assault weapons ban. They passed a magazine registration Scheme. They pass an assault weapons registration scheme and
1: some other things. So basically they want you to register all of your firearms. Basically, and any high-capacity magazines. So what's going on with that? Well, there was a lot of pushback. A few, a a few, you know, one or two angry people.
0: A large section of the population. We've talked about this on the podcast. When it comes to firearms, legislation, confiscation, you know, um, when it comes to banning guns, there is going to be a large percentage of the population that is going to non-comply. Uh, we've read the numbers from England. We've read the numbers from Australia. We've read the numbers from California when they pass an assault weapons ban. We've seen it fail in Canada. and I, And we've talked about this before, but – I'd like to continue to point it out that people don't obey these gun bans. They keep their guns. Right. They're not
1: going to post them on the internet. They're not going to take them to a public range. So wait a second. So if they're required to register them, sure, they don't register them. Right. Do they become ghost guns? Uh,
0: they become felons' guns because you're an instant felon the minute you don't register your magazine. In the state of Connecticut.
1: Now there was a gentleman a, a couple weeks back who actually had a rather heated uh, discussion, and yeah, was I think basic, we talked about. He it was on a the former air, right? Marine, and he came back in the firefighter, firefighter, yes. former military, yes. and a current firefighter, I yes. believe. And he basically said that there was no way you were going to take his guns from him.
0: Yes, uh, he said that he wasn't going to
1: comply in public, which is quite bold. Uh, yeah. Very bold. Very ballsy. But at the same time, he's yeah. also kind of protecting himself because they can't really just take him out well, without it without everyone knowing that something big was going down. And if they go to his house and they get into a big firefight with him, then it's gonna turn into simply, hey, he told you guys that he wasn't gonna comply. You put yeah. you put these laws that are against our constitution on him yep. and now he's dead and his probably his dog, and yeah. everything's all shot up because you guys wanted to make an example out of him.
0: So Connecticut has recently said that there's going to be no door-to-door confiscations. They will change their mind, but right now there's no door-to-door confiscations. Currently, We've talked about this in the past. There are too many guns out there for government entities to go door-to-door and round them all up. That's not how this works. Well, how this works is... They, the cops get called for a domestic dispute. They come in the house. They see your illegal felon, felonious 11-round assault death mag, and they arrest you, take you to jail, and you go to jail for three to five years and become a felon for having a magazine in your house. That's how this always works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, that's what's going to continue to happen until this is overturned, uh, hopefully, I would think by the uh the supreme court i believe that there's no way the courts are going to let this under the common use that we've seen in heller and mcdonald um they're going to let not going to let this ban stand in connecticut now what if you're the poor dude that gets shot in the raid between now and then yeah like you said dude you're dead i guess sucks to be you um but there is hundreds of thousands, if not more, of Connecticut gun owners that mm-hmm. have failed to comply.
1: Yes. They know and, and this. They and they the state knows and this. And they're not, they're not saying that they failed to comply because they didn't know what they were wanting to do. Nope. They've just basically come out and said, we're not going to yes. comply with this.
0: Uh, the state sent out letters that said, uh, we think you have a gun that was supposed to be registered. You didn't register it. Now you must destroy it. Or turn it into the police. So the question becomes, does Connecticut become another nanny state, another unfriendly place like California, like New York, like Massachusetts, where only criminals who shoot each other in the streets have guns? Or does it become a place like Colorado where we look to it and people get thrown out of office for passing stupid laws and where gun owners can take back a little bit and maybe you know be free? Uh, or, worst case scenario, does it become the state where people lose their minds and the whole country starts ablaze because of the craziness?
1: There, there's a lot of people out there, and we're not going to be the tinfoil hat guys that no. say this, but there's a lot of people out there right now saying that this is, this is the match. Is this the line in the sand? Yeah, it could be. It could very well be if they're saying that this is the match right. that's lighting the powder keg the the
0: fuse to the powder keg the lawmakers in Connecticut have already lost their minds right we we definitely agree with that if they double down if they start kicking in doors we're all going to hear about it now We're not going to hear about the aforementioned example of the domestic dispute where the cops found the illegal assault magazine or unregistered rifle or whatever. We don't hear about that, right? Right. That doesn't make the news. It probably doesn't make the local news. Um, A door gets kicked in. A firefight ensues. Somebody says, I'm not going. You come to take my guns. We're going to have a problem. A firefight ensues. That makes the news, right? Yes. I mean, look what happened in Boston with one kid hiding in a boat. Yeah. The whole town lost
1: its freaking mind, And right? the, people were getting kicked out of their house, Ex- and you're not allowed to go back in right? here. You okay. want to be in a safe place, You go. T- you go stand where we tell you to stand. Yeah. That's a safe place.
0: Imagine that in Connecticut once, twice, three times, four times, five times— all it takes is five dudes who said, I've had enough. That's the end all be all. This is my line in the sand. And it sounds like, from the hundreds of thousands of non compliant gun owners in Connecticut, there might be one there's two. at least five. <laughs> but all it takes is five over a short period of time being on that news program every night, being at the top of the drudge report. And people start paying attention. And what happens next? Does Connecticut back down? Or they've already doubled down on the stupid. Do they triple down on the stupid? Do they start just setting up roadblocks? Calling a National and Guard. And- national Guard. You crazy tinfoil hat nuttiness. Now, we don't want, like we said, we're not the tinfoil hat types here.
1: We're not the no, alarmist we not. types. And we don't want you to do anything that's going to cause harm to yourself or others. But we're definitely practical. And we need to keep an eye on this. We need to keep an eye on Connecticut.
0: We need to keep an eye on uh, places like this, the Colorados, and the places where this could happen. We don't want the country to burn to the ground. Obviously, that's the last thing anybody wants. We want nice, peaceful change. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Obama. (laughs) We really – would. come on. We all want nice, peaceful change. We
1: all want change in our pockets. What do we want, change? We all want a higher employment rate. We all want, <laughs> we want to change. The only thing we want to change is they stop trying to put these ridiculous laws on us. We want them to leave us, us alone, right? That's yeah. what we want. That's my
0: libertarian coming out, but we want them to leave us alone. Whoever them is, leave us alone. Um, so it's like this podcast. I wanna, if they all of a sudden came out with podcast laws, our, we'd blow our stacks,
1: right? Leave us alone. Let us make a right. podcast. Let us put us on iTunes. Freedom of speech. Let us free our speechdom. Yes. I wanted to kind of piggyback on what you were saying there because – uh, In Texas, in our capital here, they have a South by Southwest festival. And this, I've heard of it. This gentleman was trying to, from what I understand, evade the cops, went around a barrier, killed two people, and injured 20-plus. You know,
0: yeah, but you got to remember, in <laughs> well, his defense, on. he was really drunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. When uh, a cop that I know posted this on Facebook, everyone kind of jumped on his little bandwagon— and kind of where we were all kind of cracking jokes like, oh, you know, they're going to pull a knee-jerk Connecticut and ban all cars. And then we started right. joking about how it's not really the cars that are bad; it's the it's the battery. It's liquid, but it's electricity. Yes. That's crazy. You know, then it's really the tires because if you think about it, the tires. Well, then are I said we well, needed road. to yeah. take the tires. Yes. Because So it's assault tires. Because if you got right at the top of the hill, because someone said, no, you can't. You need to take gasoline away. No. I said, no, if you're tires at the top of the hill. I'm telling you. But the thing that really started Just to— Just
0: tax the tires.
1: What started to really frustrate me were these people that were buying unregistered soapbox cars <laughs> that can go a blazing 20 to 30 miles an hour.
0: How about How about this? Have you ever seen a race car? Do you know you don't have to have a license to make a race car? If it doesn't go on the highway— it's not federally regulated. There you go. Or regulated by the state. If it's an off road vehicle only, like these mules you see at these Yamaha dealers, uh-huh. anybody can go in and buy one of those. Completely legal. Yes. And you know what? There's no seatbelt laws for those. Hmm. There are no center high mounted stop lamp laws for
1: those. I'm glad I got you going you on. You
0: know this. how many millions and millions of people are killed every year by high speed assault mules? Millions. Don't care. Leave <laughs> us alone. Let us drive our. Sh- Stupid mules. If let we us want to drive our mules. Yes. Well, this guy. Co- I tell you what. You this, should arrest all the people that run over people.
1: The thing is, is this guy hops on. Yeah. And he he fires back to all of us. Sure. Oh, you're going to take a tragic event like this. There's two people that died, and you're going to sit here and and uh, crack jokes and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the people that voted for Obama that that are the only problems in this country. So I sat back and I thought to myself, self. If this guy sees a shooting happen and people begin to talk in the news about guns need to be banned or this needs to be banned or that needs to be banned, does he hop on there and say, you guys are absolutely ridiculous cracking all these jokes? No. Because to them, it's not jokes. To us banning a car, we know it's ludicrous or banning tires or or fuel or whatever. You know, I I hearken back to when someone said that it needed to be seven miles per hour was the maximum speed that we needed to go to, you know, be allowed to drive, you know, joking with this whole scenario. And I immediately popped in my head um, the movie Old School when Will Ferrell's character was taking the restrictor plate off the Red Dragon. You're going to find a way to get around it. Exactly. If you want to break the law, you will find a way to break the law.
0: Let's arrest all the people that run over people. Let's arrest all the people that shoot people.
1: No, make laws for that. That's what you need to do. No, there's already a
0: law. Let's just arrest them. All all the people that shoot other people, let's arrest them. Let's put them in jail. And uh, whenever that happens, we'll go ahead and do that. I think that's a good – that's a good – Compromise. Mm-hmm. That's a good well, compromise.
1: Uh, I think I, I was watching to there's a there's a television show called I Almost Got Away With It. Yes, I've heard of it. And there is this the the very first episode of the first season, there's this gentleman who uh is into drugs and he ends up killing somebody. He gets sent off to prison, gets kind of put into this good work you know, good you know, uh, what do you call it, good... Like work release? Yeah, kind of like a work release. So he's allowed to actually go work on a construction site unsupervised. Oh, wow. That's he a sh- nice gig. Yeah, so he just walks off. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And then he goes on the lam for three years, while he's or three and a half years. While he's doing that, he ends up killing another two or three people and beating the tar out of people. should make a law
0: to make murder illegal.
1: Well, I, I start to... I, I'm not the kind of person that wants to jump on you know, harsher punishments, but... Something a little harsher
0: than that, maybe? Yeah.
1: I mean, harsher. when When you watch like cops or you watch something else where they're begging to go back to jail because it's a better life than what they have outside, you start wondering where is the disconnect? Where's the problem? Yes. And if you,
0: there are websites completely dedicated to documenting all the reported shootings in certain areas, and some, even the whole country. And if you followed some of these websites, um, I can't think of the name of one of them now, and I, and I do apologize, but there's one of them that does a little background check on all the little victims of
1: any shooting that oh, pops the, up the in the Oh, the victim, newspaper. not the actual trigger puller.
0: The victim or the trigger puller or both, if he can get that information, right? Right. And guess what? I'd say 90 times out of 100 either the victim... Or the assailant, were a felon. These are criminals killing each other.
1: Or but they're both in the newspaper
0: sometimes? every day as a robbery went bad. People were shot. One of them was killed. That's all you read in the newspaper. But if you do a background check, it turns out you know both of them were drug dealers, drug users. They're just they criminals killing each other. And that's the right. majority of and what's going kids, on in this country. All
1: the kids that are you yeah. know
0: they're 19 year old drug dealers shooting each other in right. the streets. And that's children's death you know filed under these the statistics that right. people like to spout. Um, and I think we've gone we've gone
1: someplace have in this we country. gone full? I don't know I don't not, think so. not quite yet I don't, think so. <laughs> I, don't
0: think so. I don't think so. I think every single generation deals with stupidity and you know nanny state intrusion like this. and I think every single, generation figures out a way through it and luckily we still live in the best place in the world we still have the best laws in the world even as much as I hate some of them um, and I think we just have to f- keep fighting the good fight against the other side whoever that may be and get to do it smart. We'll still have the best country when we're gone and the next generation is lamenting the laws that they have to fall under.
1: Oh, and we talk about it every once in a while. When I say you have to be smart about it, I'm talking about if you get on YouTube these days, you will find a bunch of people that walk around with guns strapped to themselves just to get stopped, just to find out if a cop is a good guy or not. And they constantly say that this is what my channel is. It's to find a good cop, and I'm gonna put you on, you know, good, bad, or whatnot. Yeah. I we've talked about this before. I think that kind of mentality. Is detrimental to what we really want I as an think. overall culture. We don't want to be the the. I mean, to am I wrong? What do you think? No, you're completely right. I mean, now, we don't want to be that kind of people that walk no, around with those don't. rifles and 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 instill fear into people. Let's face it, we don't want to be a jerk,
0: right? You don't want to be a jerk when you go downstairs and get in your car. You don't want to be a jerk to your neighbors, right? right. You don't want to be a jerk to the guy at the grocery store. Who's bagging your groceries, or the the nice cashier? Right. You don't want to be a jerk to the cop that pulls you over. Right. Even if they're a jerk to me. Well, maybe if they're a jerk to you, you kind of want to be a jerk back. But you know, you don't want to be a jerk from the outset. You don't want to be the jerk of the conversation. You don't want to right? be the
1: jerk that starts okay. the other person to be a jerk. Don't be the jerk with a gun. Right. <laughs> Just don't be a jerk. I mean, deep that could, thoughts with Scott.
0: That could be a t-shirt, man. <laughs> don't be a jerk. With a gun. Or with a gun, yes. Exactly. I think don't
1: be a jerk is probably already a t shirt. Is it? Probably.
0: You think I got that off a t shirt? <laughs> you might have. Do you think it's copyright? You think we have to cut this? I don't think so. I'll call our lawyer. Speaking of lawyers Yes. <laughs> our first sponsored shooter, Brian Street, left us a message on Facebook. Did he? Yeah. He's a lawyer? Nope,
1: has oh. nothing to do with it. I didn't have a good segue. <laughs> I don't segue. A, you're like so you do. good with those segues.
0: I'm not good with segues. Like I should have left that up to you. But um, he says, uh, oh, uh, Mad Cushy, props to Brian. Uh, virtual high five. Yeah, we didn't have much time to
1: plan this show out. <laughs> I.
0: It's. I planned it. I have notes. You just didn't read my
1: notes. Honestly, I haven't. I've been, try- I've been scrambling to get all the gear back together. And You did a really good job because they can up. hear this.
0: Yeah. And we have a YouTube channel. That's good. That's I mean, good. Come on. What more do you want, people? We're working <laughs> on it, man. Quit being so demanding. We're really good podcast hosts. So the um-
1: – Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: All right, Brian asks, Hey, guys, I wanted to get your opinion on the best bang for your buck in the 45 carbine market. I am leaning towards a K45, but I wanted to hear from the experts. I will be using it as a range toy so the Chris is out. Why is he asking us? Um, because we're experts. Oh. Okay. Well, I am. Half of us are.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wait. Half of us? Half of us. Half of of us are. Um... So the Chris is out. I assume cost. That's an expensive probably, gun. Probably, yeah.
1: Know. That's expensive. It is a very expensive gun, and that's actually yeah. that's probably my only experience with a 45 in that yeah. compact package. So let's see. I've shot other than the, a handgun. I've
0: shot the UMP from H and K. I'm assuming that's, that's right out. That's more in the price yeah. range. <laughs> I, I'm assuming of that's a millionaire. A, yeah, that's right out. Um, We're a thousandaire. Let's see. I've shot some, I don't think I've shot an AR in forty five. I don't think that they make ARs in forty five. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. They, do, Olympic, they do a lot of 9mm. Olympic does. Now, here's what you should check out, Mr. Street. You should check out Just Right Carbine. They make pistol caliber carbines, usually in Glock mags, uh, traditionally, but at the shot show, I mm. saw some that took M&P mags, and 1911
1: mags, which means double stack 1911 mags or single stack, single stack. Single stack, yeah. So is there an insert that goes into that, or is it a completely different lower? It's a
0: or? different lowerish system. They don't do a traditional upper and lower like an AR-15, but it's similar to an AR-15. So it does
1: have a 1911 magwell. Hmm. Drop in. Draw a 1911. Drop in magwell.
0: No, Magwell.
1: Uh, Just period. So it's a completely separate It's a new gun, yeah. Okay. okay. So the
0: M&P gun, you know, you can't switch over Glock mags and vice versa.
1: That sounds like it's going to start getting as confusing as that Beretta. The (laughs) PX4-CX4? Well, yeah. That's not confusing at all. The one that took the the rifle that took just the... Oh, no,
0: the CX4-PX4. Yeah. Yeah, the CX4-PX4 takes PX4 mags. But there's a CX4-92
1: that takes 92 92 mags, mags, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That one. That's not confusing at all. No, we'll see not how at How you can be confused? It's
1: CX4 PX. I mean, I'm right there. I'm right, right there with you. Yeah, it's and not I, a PX4 that takes CX4 mags. That would be ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It actually yes. makes me really
0: angry. It's, so. it's, it should make you angry.
1: <laughs> well, at least the only difference. Well, is Well, the 45 that the, takes
0: the Cougar mag, so that settles it. Well, I don't understand. Why didn't they have their own mags for the 45 caliber?
1: Because they didn't want to retool it.
0: Okay, so. So check out the Just Right Carbine. Uh, another option is the Mech Tech Carbine Upper for one of your existing guns uh, in 45 ACP. We've mm-hmm. talked about that before on this show. Um, uh, what's another option in 45? I really like 45. How about a uh, How about a Masterpiece Arms in 45 ACP? That'd be kind of fun.
1: And to, how, what's the price on that?
0: Um, very inexpensive actually. Yeah. I want to say the
1: masterpiece arms is well uh, about six hundred bucks. Yeah, I think you can get it for about five hundred and ninety-six hundred bucks. So, a little, a little bit, so you, and it takes. Um, but you could get a. I mean, if you could get Chris a high mags. I think yes, it does.
0: Ooh, a high what, point. But what about a high point? That'll get high you high point
1: forty five ACP.
0: Yeah. I forgot
1: the high point came at forty. That'll get that's, you into like a three hundred and twenty five, three hundred and thirty dollars price range. That's got to be the perfect range toy. Yeah, because I mean, the Chris's, like we talked about yeah. earlier, those are those are probably sixteen. Seventeen hundred dollar guns. Wow, really? Yeah. That's outrageous. But you know who, um, who also has got some other stuff out there? Uh, Auto ordnance. They have a yeah. Thompson M1. But you talking about money. Those are expensive, yeah. right? Under nine hundred. Are they? Yeah, oh, you I could didn't get one. That. You could get one probably after you paid your transfer fee. You know, unless you have a really yeah, good FFL, yeah, no. you're looking at about nine hundred bucks. That's not bad, then. Yeah.
0: I thought Tommy guns were more than that. And you'd have the traditional Tommy gun if you were into that thing. Yeah. Mags would be easy to get. Um, another another good point about the MPA is it takes grease gun mags. Which the masterpiece arms yes. is what
1: he means yep. when he says MPA. MPA is yep. masterpiece arms. Um, then you have that Beretta. The Beretta like that we takes said. the Cougars. Those are what another seven hundred, eight hundred. That's not
0: bad. That's not too terrible. And the uh, what's the just right carbine come in at? I uh, know. I think they're about seven hundred and twenty. Seven twenty. So yeah. yeah. So they're all about the same price range. It seems like, uh, well under the Chris's uh price um
1: now i wonder if like we were talking about with the just right carbine there's going to be a few different versions of those Sure. and like i know that if you you can probably you can actually find them for about 30 40 dollars cheaper now what's the difference between them i'm not sure
0: I know they have some some that have threaded barrels and some that don't.
1: Yeah, but I mean and, you can find them at yeah. around six hundred and ninety and then you can also find them at that seven hundred something price
0: Yeah, price. so shop around. Yeah. Uh tell us what you pick. Uh, better yet, bring it over, let me shoot it, and uh I'll let you shoot my little pat pistol I built. Which Speaking I didn't get I didn't which, get to shoot. Yeah, we didn't get to shoot that. I blame the builder. Yeah. His, well, actually,
1: uh, there's there's one more on here that uh, Mactec carbine. Yeah, I hadn't seen in a while. While it's the oh, wow. Iver Johnson 1911 A1 carbine rifle. That's a Mactec carbine with an Iver Johnson lower. That is
0: exactly what a Mactec carbine is. That is interesting. I didn't realize that they were packaging them together under the Iver Johnson name. Interesting, and that's another eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. forty-five.
1: Mm-hmm. Personally, out of all of those, I'd go High Point. For the price. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculously cheap. I think I'd either go with the High Point or the the Auto Ordnance if I could get a good deal on it. You know, uh, a stripped down one that that was in that price range. Like yeah. I was saying, yeah, now some of them are extremely expensive, but if I could find a strip down one, I'd I'd go with a. Uh, yeah, you don't
0: need the one. I like in that Thompson. I like that look. User. Yeah, you know, I you like that. that. Yeah, I do. Okay. They make a uh, a lightweight version with an aluminum receiver. It's probably more expensive.
1: Well, I know that some of these auto ordinances can run up to sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars 1700 so That's for
0: the high-end ones with the drums and all yeah. that stuff.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: those magazines are expensive in and of themselves. They're several hundred dollars for the Thompson uh, drum mags. Sheesh. And the originals are even more. So, yeah, uh, be aware what you're getting into with the ancillaries with that also.
1: But uh, yeah, like I said, it's kind of like the M&P handgun. Yes. You can find them everywhere, but the magazines are 55, 60 bucks a piece. Yes, if you can find them for sale. Um, luckily for our friend Brian, I found some for him the other day at
0: a, a company called Botatch, which uh, has had problems. Uh, Botatch? Yes. Botatch. Botatch. Um, it's an excellent place. I definitely check them for items, uh, if you, especially if you're cheap. Because they are inexpensive. They're usually the lowest price uh, on the internet for things. Um, Caveat and poor is that uh, they've had a less than stellar reputation in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, one good thing about them, though, is you can go through Amazon and buy from them also. So you have the backing of Amazon if you do that.
1: Well, that helps out a lot. And I
0: suggest using Amazon. Actually, back to my PAP pistol build. Yes. I used Amazon to buy some parts for that. So, have we talked about the Sig pistol brace on the show?
1: I don't know if yeah, we. Have. I think we did, but we I think we, we hardly, touched on it. Yeah, we touched on it.
0: Now, okay. Let me start this off with. Uh, oh, and I welcome everyone to go to our website, thegunshowpodcast.com, and check out our article and our pictures on my PAP pistol build with a Sig arm brace. Should be up shortly, um, if it's not up already. No, it's not. I just checked it. Never mind. Uh, It'll be up shortly by the time you hear this. Um, (laughs) But uh, the SIG arm brace is a ridiculous idea. Let me be the first to come out of the gate with that. Um, When I first saw it, I was like, that's dumb. I, I thought it was silly. I thought it was over the top. I thought it served no useful purpose other than, I don't know, something to sell people. A gimmick. On top of that was the price. It's not cheap. It's $150 yeah. just for the brace. Well,
1: so explain what the brace is. Explain what this product is. This product,
0: um, I, I, was able, I was lucky enough to witness its birth on ARFCOM, and it's offered by both SIG and Century, of all people, is an arm brace for a pistol. And the way it works is it's designed for to— For
1: an AR pistol.
0: That's how it originally started. Okay. It was uh, it was designed to slide over an AR-15 pistol buffer tube, which also called a receiver extension. Um, and it slides over that. It allows you to grip the pistol grip of your AR pistol.
1: I'm saying pistol. Lock. I'm getting confused is what you're trying to say.
0: No. Uh, you hold the pistol grip like okay, you so, normally would so on your, your AR pistol.
1: So your AR pistol yeah. has that buffer tube that comes off right. the back. sure. All right, and now it's against the law to put a stock... It's against the law to put a lot of putting stock that on that buffer
0: tube. without a stamp from the federal government.
1: Okay, correct. So, but this, this, um, this isn't this, a stock. It's not a stock. It's actually a brace that wraps around your forearm. That wraps around your forearm. Right. But it slides onto the buffer tube. Correct. And then your arm goes through the strap. Yes. You pull it tight, velcro it, and then you're still able to grab the pistol. Yes. So it gives you a more stable platform.
0: Exactly. Okay. Okay. The ATF has ruled that the Sig stabilizer brace is not a buttstock. It does not change a pistol design from being designed to fire with one hand, therefore you can put it on any pistol. Uh Century soon followed Sig Sig now Sig is offering this in their catalog and every single one of the pistols they make. Um that's a rifle. Does that make sense? Uh the 556X and the little um what's the little carbine I'm drawing a blank. The 516 pistol, they make a 516 pistol, they make an M400 Mm -hmm. pistol. They're offering their pistol brace on all of those things. Okay. Okay. And uh, so Century followed suit with a version of this that bolts up to the pistol grip of an AK-47 pistol. The little Pat pistols, the Romanian, um, uh, what was that thing called, the Draco. You remember that? Right. Okay, and and, and similar things. Uh, and this bolts up to the back of that and offers the same capabilities of, as the SIG pistol brace. Okay, so, and come to our website. Check out the pictures. You'll see exactly what we're talking about if it sounds a little bit confusing. But back to the point, when this first thing first came out, I thought it was silly. I thought it was dumb. I thought it served no purpose. And then I held one in my hands. And I realized that... This was basically a great way to get around the National Firearms Act. No way around it. This thing comes with a letter that says you can put this on any pistol, basically. It says it's not. it doesn't make your gun a rifle. It doesn't make your pistol an SBR. If you put a buttstock on it, it would make your pistol an SBR. But you put the SIG brace on it, perfectly legal according to the ATF. Even if you put it to your shoulder and pull the trigger... And treat it like a buttstock. Okay. The ATF says it's still not a buttstock. Okay. So you can put this on any pistol. So once I saw that SIG had this out, and once I touched one with my own hands and figured out that this would work. I'm sorry that
1: all you listeners had to hear that Scott touched it with his own hands. As (laughs) a
0: rudimentary. You can take the SIG pistol brace and put it up against your shoulder, and it works really well at that. Okay. okay. Nothing illegal about that. Well, once I figured that out, I thought to myself, Self, you have an AK-47 pistol. You should get a SIG pistol brace for it. And you should make it side folding. Mm-hmm. So you still have the capabilities of a small AK pistol. I smell what you're cooking here. But it folds out so you can use the pistol brace on your forearm or put it up against your shoulder and shoot it because that's technically legal. So what this is, is a, is a, it's an NFA hack, is what I like to call it. It's a way yeah, to— Yeah, and we're not
1: giving you legal advice here no, in any shape, form, or fashion. No way, shape, or form. Um, so you always follow your local laws and restrictions.
0: Yes, and check to make sure that, that if you do the same thing I do, it's legal in your jurisdiction.
1: Because right, there are state Scott, laws. Scott has poured over many, many, many books in his library <laughs> that smells of rich mahogany and leather.
0: <laughs> well, I always do that. But in this case, it was special books about laws and things of that nature. So what we have is, um, and you can buy this the same gun I have, the, the Stava Pap pistol, uh, the M92 pistol, with the, What's the, the cost Sig arm those? brace from Century for about five hundred and eh, less than six hundred bucks. Let's call it. So for less than six hundred dollars, you could buy what I have without the side folding capability. And what I did is I bought this Stava Pap pistol that run on sale about four hundred bucks. And added the side-folding pistol stock capability. And so what I've basically done is created a great little pistol that you can carry around in a bag, a backpack, and still have the capabilities of a rifle-caliber cartridge. And you can shoot this sucker as easily as you can a rifle. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to shoot. It's it's probably easier to shoot. It's a 7.62 by 39. Yes, this one is a 7.62 by 39. Uh, it takes standard AK-47 mags. It shoots standard AK-47 ammo. You do lose some of the ballistics advantage of the standard AK-47 because this thing's got a 10-inch barrel as opposed to a 16-inch yeah, it's barrel. Yeah, Yes, uh, you gain a lot of muzzle blast and a lot of concussion, but it's very handy, and it's fun to shoot it's really fun to shoot
1: yeah we didn't get to shoot that one we will shoot it weekend.
0: soon uh we'll get some video of it um
1: hopefully we'll get some night shots with it
0: yeah i've already got a really awful night video i'll give to you mm. to uh, which i edit. will delete i mean edit yeah edit for content and uh, character and so <laughs> <laughs> the, the yeah so anyways check it out go to the uh read my article on my zastava pat pistol build Um, See how I did it. Tell us what you think. Leave us some feedback. And, uh, yeah, tell us what you think. I'm really curious to see what my listeners uh, think about my little toy.
1: And I want everyone to kind of weigh in on something that's on a little bit more of a serious note. The Ares armor uh, have been having a little bit of issues as of late the government, the ATF, came to them and said, hey, you need to turn over all of your customer records because we want to go through them and see who purchased these lowers and verify that all the sales were legal. Well, nobody knows for sure. Well, that's the word. There's been a lot of speculation
0: on the Internet about Ares Armor. Now, Ares Armor um, has been doing some excellent marketing <laughs> by putting this out there. It's the all over the ATF internet.
1: ATF RAID certified yep. items now. Brilliant
0: marketing. Uh, they've they've used this to their advantage. I'm sure they've increased sales because of this. I know they've increased traffic. Um, Ares Armor is a 80% lower dealer and manufacturer. They were rated by the ATF. The big thing about this was before they were raided by the ATF, the ATF said they wanted their customer list. And Ares Armour said no and got an injunction against the ATF so they couldn't raid them and so they didn't have to give them the customer list. Well, the injunction was modified a couple of days later and the ATF was allowed to raid them and take all their computers and now they have their customer list. Aries Armor um, swears up and down that the raid was because of bad information. We don't know any specifics. The ATF, of course, isn't talking, but they say it's from good information, of course, and they're not getting me any specifics. Now, there's two sides to this, once again. Uh, one, I don't trust the ATF as far as I can throw them, all of them at once, because Fast and Furious, Operation whatever the horrible storefront thing was where they where they they convinced the mentally ill guy to sell guns for them. I mean just the ATF does not not Ruby Ridge and let's yeah not to even mention the the nineties, right? So they don't have the best track record. I don't trust them. So when Aries Armour says we got nothing to hide, we did nothing wrong, the ATF
1: is stupid, I'm inclined to agree with them. Well here's the thing they're they're selling Chunks of plastic. Yeah, we've talked about their lowers, the EP lowers. Yes, we've and talked they're about their selling on chunks show. of plastic, and, and that's it, right? Yeah. By the law, that's all that they're selling is plastic. I've heard a lot
0: of different speculation. Over one, they're not 80% lowers. Over two, they're not 80% lowers because of the way they make them, which I think was pretty discredited. I could be wrong. Three, um, that there were build parties going on where the Ares Armored people would basically help you build your rifle out of an 80% lower. Um, All those things are just speculation. We don't know exactly what's going on. We probably won't for some time. But this is kind of scary if the Ares Armored was doing nothing wrong, right? They were following every letter of the regulations. They're selling 80% lowers, which are not guns. And the ATF raids them anyway and takes their list. And back to the not wearing the tinfoil hat thing, uh, we right. don't advocate wearing the tinfoil hat, but... Uh you know, you might want to line a spare hat with tinfoil just in case.
1: This is just Couldn't another hurt. this is just one of the, another one of the things to pay attention to. It really is. I mean, we that's, pay that's us, what we're here. Attention to this. That's one of the things that we've talked about multiple times sure. is don't listen to us as the people that you need to everything that we say is correct yeah. and 100%. Go look it up for yourself. We are huge yeah. at advocating. If if you can find something wrong, please let us know. Yes. But also Go look it up yourself. Go look it up yourself. Use you us. are an independent yeah. person, and you don't need to be sheep to yeah, anybody. No. Not even us, right. even though we're probably right. Even though we want you to, to, fo- to follow us and be with us and hang out with us. and Go to our know, Twitter page. Go to our Facebook page and our Twitter page and YouTube, our YouTube channel and subscribe. subscribe to us and like us. Go to iTunes and subscribe. And go to iTunes Break and subscribe. Break into your
0: mom's laptop. She doesn't know how to use it no, anyway. No, she doesn't. She probably doesn't know how to use the iTunes. Start the iTunes up, log her in, and subscribe.
1: Right. Exactly. She'll probably just try to unfriend you to your face, and you know that's nothing. Yeah, that doesn't work for us. So, yeah, you could still stalk people. Go look it up. Don't be
0: sheep. Don't take our word for it. Just use us as a starting point. Um, but keep
1: your eye on, keep your eye on this. But keep one your eye on Aries Armor in California and the ATF. This one thing that some idiots really need to start doing yes. is actually lining their heads. Heads? With bulletproof material. The because, people
0: that get shot in the heads.
1: Because uh, about a month ago, I would say, uh-huh. um, a man was showing his girlfriend how safe firearms could be oh, as long as they yeah. were unloaded. Um, and this isn't this isn't the first story. That, uh, this isn't the first time that this has happened. No. This guy takes his firearms, he has three of them, I believe, at this time, and he lays them out on the table, uh-huh. and he proceeds to pick each one up, put right. it
0: to his head, and pull the trigger. Oh, I saw that movie. That was way of the gun.
1: Mao. Mao.
0: No, that. I Mau. Don't, no,
1: that's um, Deer Hunter. Ah, oh, so close. Deer Slayer? Deer, deer, hunter. Hunter. deer, deer hunter. hunter. Deer Hunter, yeah. my bad. So, deer so by it? the time he gets to the third gun <laughs> and puts it to his head and pulls the trigger... There was a loud noise, wasn't there? He was dead. You know, when you're taking the time to show someone how safe guns are, you need to treat them as they're always loaded. You always have them pointed in a safe direction. You never point them at anything you don't intend to destroy or kill. Including your own brain. Including your own brain. So Now, if you're going to do this,
0: Mal, I would ask, as a personal favor, to myself and the rest of the planet, do not breed first. Oh,
1: yeah. I thought that, and I thought you were also going to have them like write down in their will all their guns go to you when they die. Why didn't I think of that? That's, <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. Man. Like, that, just, that was Listen. the first thing.
0: Will all of all you, before first. you put a gun to your head and pull the trigger when it's unloaded, um, I tell you what, just don't do that. Let's just skip to that. Please.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to say... It's for the children. I don't want to say this guy's an idiot, and I don't want to discredit him, and this happens to good people in just a general accident. One time, a couple years back, there was a cop. He was putting a a, um, Hogue overmold onto his Glock, Uh, sitting in his car, and didn't clear his pistol, and it was pointed right at him, and he shot himself in the face. So, I mean, accidents happen, so let's... Let's not help them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not, let's not, it, that's not an accident at that point, is it? Is it a helpful accident? I mean, well, it, was a, it, it obviously a, wasn't on purpose. It he was an accident that it was loaded, but yes, he
0: purposefully
1: pulled, pulled the, the trigger. trigger. So let's not do that, folks. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just, uh, that's let's kind of. practice all the rules of gun safety. Martin's public service announcement of the
0: day. Why'd you make it about you instead of the podcast? You always do that. You always take credit for
1: stuff. You know, this was a team effort. I'm sitting right here. We have a question from one of our listeners, Christian. Hey, Christian. Mad cushy props. Virtual high five. See, why do you have to make that about yourself? Like every time I introduce someone, you have to go through this whole – anyway. All right. Moving on from this. People like it. <laughs> They do. Come on! I got a virtual
0: high five from Josh on the
1: Facebook. Yeah. Did you did you read that out loud, or does he even no, know I that you cared? No, I gave him another one. Did he did he know that you cared to go? Josh that far into it? is
0: my favorite after some other people.
1: Listener. Yeah. He's up there. He's dude. He's top six thousand, easy. 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 Yeah, at least. <laughs> uh, he says um, he's got a few friends that want to improve their skills in long gun uh trigger pull breathing and and such and he says he suggested 22 long rifles uh but which ones are good ones to begin with semi-automatic versus bolt action and then he also wants to know uh which are better you know magazine or tube fed and then also shooting iron sights or scopes okay. versus red dots as well right so where should we really take him to help the people Whew, now there's a lot there the man. one thing that I want to jump in uh-huh. kind of feet first on sure. is if your rifle that mm-hmm. you own yep. if they if that manufacturer or somebody else makes 22 sure. conversion uh-huh that is going to be your best bet to so train for that rifle.
0: Though. Oh, that's very good. Because he's yeah. talking about yeah, trigger. Yeah,
1: for sure. And then you talk about optics. Yep. So, if you know, if you, if, okay, so we all, all of us are really happy with our 22 conversion kits sure. that we currently own or just 22 AR 15s by yep. CMMG. Most of our stuff is by CMMG. Yeah, there's a lot of CMMG stuff and we can definitely recommend it. So, The One of the things that I like to do is I like to take my lower that's on my 5.56 and slap my 22 upper onto it. Now I'm getting that same trigger pull. I'm getting that same break. I'm getting that same reset. So if you have – if your manufacturer has a conversion kit, put that on it. So that's where I'm going to start off, and sure. I, but I don't change my optics. I, I, might, I might re-zero my optics, no. but I know how many clicks I've turned in. I know how to reset it right back to my 5.5.6.0. While I
0: agree 100% with everything you just said, Martin, Except... I would like to take the listener in another direction, a new gun. Uh? Because why wouldn't you grab another excuse to buy a new gun? They can't afford a new gun. Mossberg Plinkster. It's like a hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> they go on sale for like just over a hundred bucks. I mean, we were talking about a saw buck here, right? So we're not talking about a lot of money here. The Mossberg Plinkster is a perfectly usable semi-automatic, magazine, removable box-type Fed 22. There's nothing nice about it. There's nothing pretty about it. It's rudimentary but it goes bang every time, it sends the bullet down range, and it's inexpensive. Now, it's a perfect trainer for your iron sights. Now, it's not perfect trainer
1: for your AR-15. I say if you're going to go with that, you just get a classic Marlin Model 60.
0: Marlin Model 60 is a great gun,
1: if you don't mind the
0: tubular feed. If you don't like the tubular feed, the Marlin 795 Mm -hmm. is another fantastic 22. The...
1: Ruger has one. Ruger you 10-22 might have heard of it.
0: <laughs> Ruger is 10-22. the ubiquitous semi autumn If it, I can't recommend one above it, unless you don't have the 250 bucks or so that it costs, and let's face it, you can buy two Mossberg Plinksters for that price. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the Ruger 10-22 isn't for you, but definitely check it out. Um, I tell you what, there's some great bolt-action 22s from.
1: Marlin Savage, I think, has one Savage too. Savage
0: has some gorgeous bolt action 22s in Tacticals. the Mark II series. They got some really expensive, cool tactical ones. Um, once you get up into that price range, Threaded like the barrels, Mark II, all that stuff, yes. Once you get up that range, I tell you what, if you want the nicest 22 bolt action that you can buy at a buy reasonable price, at a fairly reasonable price, okay. we're not talking, we're not you talking know, about Intuit's price No, 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 uh, CZ. Yes. The, if you yep. can still find it, the older 452, the newer 455, uh-huh. which we fired and tested, uh, we liked it a lot. And plus, you can get it in multiple calibers, and you can get switch barrel design. Uh, fabulous guns, both of them. You'd be hard-pressed to find a better gun, even at Ed pricing. Okay. Okay. Wow. So there's a lot going on there. Um, there's, there's nothing wrong. Any 22 – I tell you what, any gun that you shoot – will help you with your marksmanship skills and your shooting skills for all the guns that you shoot. As long as... There will be some crossover, as long as you're doing it correctly. Yeah, as long as you're
1: actually taking the time to do it correctly. correctly. Yeah, we
0: say practice makes perfect, but let's face it, perfect practice makes perfect. Right. You
1: you can't go out there, or trying to be perfect. Sure. Because you can't go out there and say, okay, I got a 30-round magazine, and you just dump it. That and say well you a i was shot, practicing right? and yeah. and now i you know i i'm better at trying what i was
0: to, trying to hit small things at far distances that makes you a better shot mm-hmm. okay so there are just a myriad of 22s out there um and i don't have a bad thing to say about any of them except you know some of them are exp- inexpensive some of the semi automatic 22s are Ammunition sensitive or finicky As I like to call it So you have to find the ammunition that works for it um, You know
1: what I'll say I know a lot of people that have the Ruger 10-22s uh-huh. A lot of people tell me that they're very finicky
0: Some are but magazine finicky
1: I'll tell you one thing yeah. uh, My Marlin Model 60 which is the tube fed sure. I have fired everything out of yeah, it. it And I have never had an issue yep. The only time I've had issues Or the only thing I've had issues with Is the Aguila yeah. And it was just very underpowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could watch it go. I could watch it through the scope, and I could see it drop about two or three feet.
0: The only at issues. At fifty yards. The only issues I've ever had with my Marlin 60 was with some exotic uh, super sniper subsonic ammo. Yeah, that's that's exactly that. And that's what I But it didn't feed it. And um, so yeah, check all these guns out. I I I don't think I've got a little uh Ruger 1022. Uh, clone. That's an absolutely fabulous little gun.
1: What do you mean clone? Uh,
0: it was. It's a 10.22 made by Not Ruger. <laughs> oh, okay. There's lots of them out there. I know currently um, Magnum Research sells some, and Volkortsen sells some, and somebody else does. Anyways, great uh, design. It's it's an a tribute to the design. Mine is made by A.M.T. It's an old one.
1: So um, let's jump back to it then. The argument so, of the training is sure. going to be trying to train perfectly uh-huh. to, ha- to be perfect later on. Right. Okay. Then also we talked about the trigger, just getting used to that. Again, that goes back to training. Sure, yeah. What about the scopes? Now, he asked mm. about iron sights, yes. red dots, and scopes. So what should you I, – I, I'm a big proponent on learn how to shoot irons first. Yeah. And then yeah. – progress to a red dot or a scope or something like that? I think the red dot
0: is the perfect all-around sighting system, a good quality red dot, perfect all-around sighting system. If you had to choose one sighting system for everything, the red dot's the way to go. Um, Even a long-range rifle? It does long-range. If you can only choose one, yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. I've put a red dot on a thirty .30-06 hunting rifle because he was only going to be shooting hogs 75 yards and in. Right. It's perfect. Yes. It's very that quick. I it's would agree with. nasty quick. It's really quick. It's awesome uh, how quick it is with a red dot over a magnified optic. So there are applications that have one thing better than the other. Now, in all my years... Of shooting and all the different shooters that I've met, if someone is really, really, really good on one platform, they're going to be pretty darn good on every platform they pick up. Now they might need some, you know, some refresher, they might need some, uh, a little bit of practice to get used to it, but I've seen people that have never shot a machine gun before, Absolutely, shoot a machine gun well because they were an excellent rifle marksman. I've seen people who were excellent pistol marksmen and one type of pistol, like a bullseye, right. pick
1: up a combat pistol and shoot fabulous. So, so it becomes more of a training issue at that point. How do I reload? What do I do? Where are the yeah, controls? Yeah, it's the little things. Kind
0: of it's the little things, exactly. And I think that, like you said, uh, the practice translates. Now, back to the optics issue. Uh, I like them all. I like iron sights. I like red dots. I love red dots. I like uh scopes and I like them on all those things, especially on a 22. I've got uh 22 with iron sights. I've got 22s with magnified optics, ridiculously large magnified optics to right. shoot tiny holes at long distances. Well, and I've got 22s with red dots that are just a just a fun little plinker to shoot. You shoot crackers with it or you shoot little Nabisco yeah. cookies or you know fun stuff those little cheesy
1: metal falling plates that are just fun to blast i mean so uh, but the one of the things that it, it comes back all in all together though sure. is how how much training do you need to get to be proficient with that specific firearm i think that's the most important thing and I with everyone every, it's going to be different. different yeah for so sure so that's why i go back to the CMMG. Because when we talk about these things, and 99% of the time these days, we're talking about AR-15s. Their buddy sure. wants to get better at an AR-15.
0: Everybody loves the AR-15. CMMG
1: has everything, including bolt hold opens. So if you're trying to fix training or trying to be more efficient at what you're doing, those CMMGs are going to be the closest to the real deal that you can find.
0: You know what? I'd like to, I'd like to – I think we were remiss – in in our praise of CMMG, but are missing of the Smith and Wesson MMP 20, fifteen twenty two. 1522. I think that is another really top notch 22 training. Now it doesn't have the capabilities of the CMMG as saying having a 22 upper and a 5.56 upper, or having the capabilities of the CMMG drop in kit that replaces your bolt, and so you can shoot 5.56 and 22 through the same exact rifle. But
1: right. Which it you shot through have. a one and seven with twenty two this past weekend.
0: And it <laughs> shot good enough for what I was using it for, which was training. Yeah. It shot great for training. Exactly. Hit the steel every
1: time. Every time. So every time. Every time. Ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent of the time it hit every time. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: the the Smith and Wesson 15 fifteen twenty two is another great example of a an AR fifteen platform trainer. Um, now in this case, you would have to, you know, double your optics.
1: I still, I still stick with my yeah. CMMG.
0: I won't change okay. that. I stuff. think the CMMG is top of the line. Um, right after that, I'd place that Smith and Wesson M&P 1522.
1: Yes, that would and be then s-
0: second on that. After that, I would skip all the AR type rifles and go straight to something like
1: a 1022. Yeah, Marlin Model 67. Yeah, like Marlin
0: that. 795, Model 60. You know, uh, there's all sorts of different options out there that are just great for training and uh, great for fun, too. Don't forget to have fun out there. You know, we've talked about it in the past. I know especially Martin has, has harped on take somebody to the range, load the 22 up with some ammos, and let them go blast some holes in some stuff and shoot at some stuff. Mm-hmm. Let them have fun. Introduce somebody to shooting, and that's what 22s are best at, yes. introducing new shooters. And we should all be doing that as often as possible.
1: Yeah, you introduce a new shooter, it's just one more person to steal your ammo when you go to buy it from Walmart.
0: To what? Oh, I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> That's become the new thing.
0: We should get everybody hooked on 40. No, I have a 45 now. Just 40s. Get them 40. all on 40s. Everybody should shoot 40. That's the most important thing. Everybody should shoot 40. That's the most important thing.